the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. John, is a continuation of what we did in 2016. You will recall, you may recall, that in 2016, many of the ideas that I talked about, Medicare for all, raising the minimum wage uh, to $15 an hour, uh, making public colleges and universities tuition-free, spending at least a trillion dollars in rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure, uh, criminal justice reform, all of those ideas, people say, oh, Bernie, they're so radical They are extreme. The American people just won't accept those ideas. Well, you know what's happened in over three years? All of those ideas and many more are now part of the political mainstream, um, and a majority of the American people now support them. So what this campaign is about is understanding that three years ago we began the political revolution. Now it's time to complete that revolution and to take that vision and implement it into reality. There we go. Okay. Oh, I think there'll be a revolution if those ideas get implemented. So that's, <laughs> that's of course, the latest Democratic candidate right. to throw his hat into the ring. Okay, so, oh, know. again, yeah. Um, I think we're up to 13 or 14. Oh, my gosh. That's, of course, uh, Bernie Sanders, a $6 million geriatric man, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. He raised $6 million in, like... Right. Oh, for those three houses he has that he's yeah. saying he raised. You know, and he's talking, he wants to pick up right where he dropped off. Oh, goodness. You know, so we'll see how it goes. What did what did Donald Trump call him in the beginning I don't know. Crazy Bernie, right? Oh, okay. Crazy Bernie. I mean, if, if he gets the Democratic... Uh, well, you know, he still runs as an de- uh, independent, but again, he's... The first one, really, that he says, did not I'm shy away from yeah, the, the He's the only one, at least he's saying, I'm a socialist. Right. You know, That's with, my agenda. I'm right. not trying to be sneaky or right, with the maybe med- in other ways, but. Right. The Medicare for all, the free college tuition. Who doesn't the, like free stuff? Yeah. And and it's. It's going to only lead to one thing, you know, and that's what it was. Uh, it, I was going to say free stuff. 
cost somebody something, and that's what you need to worry right. about. Right, and, and that's what we all, you know, and that's what I always say, Carrie, is, is that, you know, when the Democrats say that the way they're going to fix all the economic problems of this country, that, that the way they're going to fix it by raising taxes, I believe them. Mm-hmm. And yet when the GOPs say they can fix all our economic problems and shore up all the entitlement programs by not raising any taxes, I, I don't always believe them. Mm-hmm. So let me get us started. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM here to give you helpful information about issues that may impact your financial life, whether you're working or already in your retirement years. And we're here every Saturday morning between 9 and 10. We're sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is an Ohio registered fiduciary fee-based planning firm that's been helping people in the greater Cleveland area for more than 34 years through comprehensive plans. And we believe in comprehensive, customized, coordinated plans. And when we recommend, make a recommendation, um, we base it on objective, unbiased analysis and help people know either what, if they're working, when they can realistically retire, but what that means for their future retirement lifestyle or what's it going to take to fund the lifestyle they want. Or if you're in retirement, how much can you spend without running out of money? What are financial challenges you may face and how to address those? Um, There's no one product or solution that fits everyone um, for... um, And we can also model in through our math modeling, since we're what you think of as traditional financial planners. We're not investment advisors. Um, We can model in those different financial challenges or a premature death of a stop, a long-term care stay, um, the market corrections, or any other financial disruptors that you may face. And the estate planning team offers a free no-obligation consultation. We also have some planning classes coming up that you're welcome to attend next week. We have February 27th is our class. If you are 59 and a half or older and you have IRAs, company retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, or similar assets, we're talking about strategies to use to minimize the long-term tax impact of these assets, both during lifetime and to your heirs. We'll talk about rules when it comes to these assets that many people are not aware of costly mistakes, misconceptions that people have. Also, we'll talk about Roth conversion rules and techniques, Roth contributions. There's a difference. We'll talk about the minimum required distribution problems and rules and why it may not be in your best interest to wait to 70 and a half. Um, And even if you're already taking minimum required distributions, this is still a really good class to attend. Again, it's in Middleburg Heights, 3 o'clock next Wednesday. It's free to attend. We have some great handouts. That includes the updates on tax tables. Or you can call 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. You're listening to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years. And we do it one family, one plan at a time. And with this class, Carrie, this class has gotten to be so popular over Mm -hmm. the the years. And the discussions are getting better and better each year we're doing it. So now people, I think, are getting to know what the required minimum distribution rules are. Mm -hmm. If you don't know them, please come to the class because you need to know them. You need to know the flexibility. You need to know planning strategies, including maybe the the idea that, you know, you you mentioned the 59 and a half. It doesn't mean you have to be 59 and a half to come to the class. But the idea is... That's that magic number when you can start 
taking money out of IRAs without any penalties, early withdrawal penalties, without jumping through any hoops, like making a 72T election. And it's just that idea that's saying a lot of people aren't looking at that time frame between 59 and a half and 70 and a half when the required minimums begin. And a lot of times that's where you can find opportune times to start taking out distributions and start, you know, either even if you don't need the IRA for spending because you don't want to go to Hawaii in retirement and, and you, you don't you, your car has only got one hundred fifty thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand miles on it. And your kids don't need any money. They're doing fine. And, and your grandkids are all getting full scholarships to, you know, to college. So they don't have any student loans to worry about. And, and you're, you're not uh, you're, you're not planning any emergencies. So so you don't need to take money out of your IRA. Well, there may still be a reason why you want to take why you don't want to just wait for the required minimum distribution, especially if you don't know if that eventually is going to trap you. You know, we said at the beginning of this program, uh, you know, one of the things that I do think will happen in the future is that income tax rates are going to have to go up with the twenty two trillion dollar debt. You know, with the and, and that's just the government debt. You know, right. Americans have a lot of debt. Student loans over a trillion, credit cards over a trillion, mortgages well over a trillion. You know, again, there, there's, there's, and with the baby boomers, that aging population, you know, 10,000 a day, you mm-hmm. know, who are going to be going on Medicare and, and starting Social Security benefits, you know, that all has to be shored up. How do you think the government's going to pay for that? Taxes. Well, not even that. The tax rates that we have now are not permanent. So there could be an opportunity in this window. Right. Before and, tax rates go back, because you do you really think there's enough votes or that Congress is going to come together and make these tax so favorable a, tax rates permanent? Right. So a lot of clients, new clients are coming to us and saying, Mark, you know, I'm kind of thinking, should I just put all my company plan contributions into my traditional 401k to get the tax deduction? Or my company's now telling me that they're offering mm-hmm. a Roth 401k option. Mm-hmm. Where I can, you know, I'm not going to get the tax deduction for contributing to that, but that's going to be tax free if, you know, and that may be what, you know, one of the situations that you may have that availability. If you don't ask if you have that availability, you know, a lot of cases over the, over the years, Carrie, the, 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 the client thought that it was all or none. In other words, if, if they were or they looking. they just think it sounds good. So I'm going to move instead of doing the traditional, I'm going to put it all in the Roth 401k. Right. Or I'm saying they didn't even realize they could split it right. up, you know, that that they could put half of it and, you know, whatever they planned on contributing, they could put any or all of it into the traditional and get the deduction or any or all of it into the Roth. But the idea is, why do you have to choose one or the other? Well, and, and to really determine the right ratio, I guess, or what to put in is part of what we do is do a long term projection. And I, we understand tax rate change of your effective tax rate. Do you think that may help? Are you going over one of those tax thresholds that maybe you want to put a certain amount into the traditional to get you under the um, the the tax bracket and then put the balance in a 401k? But do you know what the long-term effect of doing those are? Right. So at this class, we go over the tax wrappers. It's, it's that understanding of whatever asset that you, you can, you know, that you own, what is the income tax effect? You know, by the way, not only during your lifetime, but you can also might want to look at it at the time of your death if you care about that. You know, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about estate taxes, right? Because 
federal we're state tax exemption is you know eleven point four million. Couples get two of those, but we're talking about income tax treatment when you die. In other words, if you if it's now, I'm not saying it's your goal, but if it is your goal that you want to leave something of an inheritance to your heirs, your children, grandchildren, whatever. That the idea that, well, you can leave them assets that get, you know, step up in basis when you die, like capital appreciating assets, or you could leave them, you know, IRD assets, income respected decedent, where they will have to pay income taxes on it based on their tax bracket. And of course, uh, these are all things we discuss at this IRA, Roth IRA planning class. And that's why I think it has become more popular as, you know, we've seen the, the, the Roth IRA just gotten more popular since it came in, you know, it was it came in in 1998, right? And and there's been a lot of changes, and so now we're saying, okay, you know, should we, should I, you know, be looking at that as a potential, you know, understanding the tax wrappers, and let's talk about those tax free ones, right? And those are things come out to the class on February 27th. If you cannot make the class, you're more than welcome. We offer that free, no obligation, no pressure consultation. We do have early morning and evening availability for busy working people and can do consultations by phone. Consultation is very different. Again, we are not investment advisors. In fact, most of our clients do their own investments or already have that investment advisor in place. Um, and what we do is look at your assets in terms of risk, growth, and tax efficiency and how do you create the how do you take steps today to create the cash flow you need later on as tax efficiently as possible while using the opportunities and avoiding the traps again you can um, get more information for the consultation or the classes online at financialfoodforthought.com that's financialfoodforthought.com or call the estate planning team office at 440-239-2090 that's 440 440- Two three nine twenty ninety. So, Carrie, if we, if we could think of one example, so, see it, the the idea of having a formal written financial plan is that you start. It forces you to start modeling things out into the future. You know, our clients, we make sure there are formalized goals and objectives, right, Carrie? And they are they are formally written out. They are clarified with price tags and time frames. And they are prioritized. You know, mm-hmm. what are most important, important right. and least important. And that's the start of it. But the idea is you, you start dovetailing a couple ideas together. For example, you may now be picking up on an idea, geez, when I go into retirement, since I don't get one of those pensions, that, you know, 90% of my salary, and I'm not starting Social Security because the robot told me to wait till 70, mm-hmm. uh, my income tax is going to go way down because I don't have a lot of taxable income. Right. Compared to the year I retired at my peak earnings, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that could be an opportunity. So you're saying, well, maybe that's a good time to start taking money out of my tax qualified plans. Take out what I need, obviously, because right. I, I, I don't have a pension or I'm supplementing, you know, what I need because I'm going to defer Social Security and getting that mm-hmm. 8% increase, you know. But the idea is saying, okay, but should you take out more than what you need if you still are in a good tax bracket? Doesn't mean you have to spend it. Right. And if you like XYZ stock or XYZ mutual fund or whatever vehicle, financial vehicle you want to put it in, you just are changing the tax status. You don't. Ha- you can just get more of it in a different. You can get it in a Roth or a non-qualified. Right, and if, you know, let's say you're converting to Roth IRA in that instance. Well, now though, but let's say also one of your long, you know, retirement goals and objectives is that you want to become a snowbird. In other words, you want that, you know, home in in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you're you've had it with the Cleveland winters. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you may keep the two homes, right? You know, right. that's because your grandkids are up here, but you may downsize here, you know, sell the homestead, go into a condo here, you know, a lock and go, right? And But really buy the place in Florida where right. you, you, and then the grandkids come down and visit you down there, you know, and, and but the idea is you, you, one of the, one of the advantages there is you want to become a Florida resident because by the way, a Florida doesn't have a... Income tax, mm-hmm. right? So, so if that's part of your plan, maybe we want to hold off doing Roth conversions until right. you've established residency in Florida. Mm-hmm. Because now, when you do the Roth conversion, you won't not will have to pay Ohio income tax on it. See, these are some of the ideas, and say, hey, if we can get good at you know determining what your goals and objectives are, and also you know we we have a good idea of what hot type of cash flow you need to manage your life, then we can get good about saving taxes. Right. Um, and maybe it's not Florida. Remember, Carrie, what are the seven tax-free states right now? We got Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. They're mm-hmm. all income tax-free right now. Are any of those mm-hmm. on your list? Um, how about five more that aren't tax-free but, but tax very tax-friendly? Alabama, Mississippi, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Tennessee. I was just talking to one of the clients, and his, he's you know leaning towards Tennessee. Tennessee right. you know, has gotten very popular with the retirement right. communities, um, you know, for, because of the, the, the and, and the tax is just one of the benefits. Um, so is the China trade war over yet, Carrie? I mean, I don't I, know. I haven't I heard that much about it. I just heard. But, well, you know, it's it's like, I hope it's over. I hope it, you know. You know, it's just the same headlines over and I know. Over it's, again. it's on again. It's off again. The market's up again. It's down again. You know, it, it changes by the, the hour. Um, but, and I'm not sure if it's even about the trade war anymore. More and more, I think it's more about, uh, you know, China stealing U.S. technology. Yeah. And, you know, that is a problem. That is an issue, right? Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about 5G, you know, right? The next Mm -hmm. revolution of, uh, you know, computer. And the idea is that whoever, whatever country takes the lead in that is going to be the winner. Okay. They're going to have a huge advantage. Because whoever is leading that, the rest of the globe wants to buy from them. Right. Whoever's got the first one that, that can, you know, do that. So it's going to be a huge advantage. So it's a 5G race. Um, race to the top. <laughs> right. And, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, Donald Trump, he came out this week and he was, he was you know, challenging U.S. You know, telecommunication companies saying, come on, get your butts moving. Right. You know, you got to get you got to advance. You got to be the leader here. You don't want to be left behind. Right. And, you know, and, and we are not leading right now. China is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you don't think that's an issue. I So, you know, as much as we keep talking about the China trade war and tariffs, I, I'm not so sure there isn't something else going on to worry about. Um, like so, we don't have enough to worry about on our plate right now, Mark. So, you know, so we talk, we hear this new term, Carrie. This is this term, multiple memorandums of understanding? No. <laughs> MOAs. <laughs> you haven't heard this yet? Oh, no, I have not. So that's what the, that's what some now we're just being described of what these talks of China, multiple memorandums of understanding, meaning I guess it's not really a trade deal. Okay. So they had to come to up. Understanding. Yeah, multiple memorandums of understanding. Kind of reminds me, Carrie, of like when, when we're doing our our retirement planning goal meeting right. with with our with our couples, and we get to the part of the the meeting with the husband and wife where we start discussing you know discretionary spending, 
Right. And, you know, specifically maybe what is an appropriate dollar limit for impulse purchases. Right. And then we have this. This discrepancy. Sometimes multiple memorandums of understanding. Right. Um, you know, it, you know and, 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 and one of the you things. What in my we, house. Because, you know, a lot of people say, Mark, how much do I need in my emergency fund? Right. And, and because I don't need the six months wages because I'm retired. All right. So I don't need that anymore. Right. Okay, so what do you need? Well, one of the things that in that laundry list and if you come in for a consultation, uh, we we go over that. Well, usually we sometimes go over that at our retirement class, too. You're going to give the we have a retirement class in a minute. Right. But um, but the idea of, uh, you know, the emergency fund sometimes are, uh, you know, especially if you're doing this with a robot, the robot will forget to ask you about, well, how much do you want to budget for impulse purchases? And sometimes when we ask the client, they're like, well, what do you mean impulse purchases? And I mean, well, sometimes in retirement, you're just out and about and something strikes your eye and say, gee, I'd like to buy that. OK, but you, 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 you don't know if you got enough in the budget. In the checking account to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about a twenty five dollar purchase, Carrie. Right? right. But what, what I am talking about, what is your dollar limit there? Because, you know, and this is where sometimes when we're doing this with the client, we ask one of the two parties to step out of the room while the other one answers. Or we say each each write your own number down on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and l- let's compare them. Let's flip them over at the same time and see how, you know, because what we mean by an impulse, and, and it's, in other words, it, we're talking, you know, what's your limit? Is your limit the same as your spouse's limit? Is that going to be an issue in retirement? And... Is that a thousand? Is that five thousand? Is that ten thousand? Is it five hundred? You know, in other words, do you and your husband uh, or you and your wife on the same page there? Because you know the idea, and what we mean by it is not something that you see that you like to own, but you're going to go home and shop it on internet to get the best price over the next six months. Right. No, we're not talking about that type of purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly like an automobile may fall into that type of purchase. Right. right? Um, but this is more just something you're out and about. Maybe you're on a trip or vacation. Yeah. Maybe it's a piece of jewelry. Maybe it's a piece of artwork. Maybe it's a hobby, like whether yeah. you're into a golf yeah. club or. So sometimes we have, we need those multiple memorandums of understanding. Um, and we help facilitate that because certainly that husband and wives are not always on the same page. When it comes to that issue, All right. often. So we've been so the month of February, we've been highlighting the encore career, mm-hmm. right, Carrie? And and by the way, um, if you want to, to catch some of our uh, back radio broadcasts, you can go to the podcast. WHKRadio.com and go to the local podcast, and we're listed there. Financial food for thought. Since Mark, you mentioned, I wanted to mention we do have the other. Um, planning class coming up on March 13th at 3 o'clock. It's the retirement planning class for people who are already in their retirement years or thinking about their retirement, talking about issues that impact your lifestyle and long-term financial stability, retirement rules you often hear about that you may consider breaking, concerns about rising health care costs, inflation, market volatility, um, retirement rules that you often hear about that are misused, misunderstood. We're going to talk about the tax law changes as well and understanding the opportunities and the traps in the complicated tax code. And you can call 440-239-2090. 
That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. And we may be talking about multiple memorandums of understanding <laughs> when right. it comes to discretionary spending when you're retired, right? But but a lot of people, Carrie, realize that they can't retire mm-hmm. because what fun is retiring if you don't have any money to do anything anyways? Right. And spending is different things to other things. I mean, traveling could be day trips versus big trips. It's There's hobbies. I always find, you know, I've met with people before that say, oh, I don't really spend money. I don't have hobbies. And when you start talking, well, that costs something, whether it's an event or yeah. people don't realize sometimes. No, that's a good point here. You know, because if you don't have hobbies, you might not have a very good retirement. Right. Although some people volunteer, they help with family and grandkids. Right. And- but if you do have a hobby, my, my I've always said there is no ceiling to how much you could spend on your hobby. Right. I don't and, care what it is. And my thought is if you're retired and maybe you worked long work weeks and you had families that maybe time this is the time to find out what you'd like to do in your spare time because maybe you never had the time or energy to do it before. Right. So, you know... We know that there's a lot of baby boomers who, you know, are thinking out there that they're not going to be able to financially retire and maintain the lifestyle they always dreamed about having in retirement, right? Um, And, you know, part of that obviously is, you know, they might have not saved enough, right? Uh, You know, with the, you know... (laughs) So whether or not, you know, most Americans even understand some of the language in their, you know, 401k plan, you know, funds in your defined contribution plan feature a glide path that helps mitigate longevity risk in retirement. Does that, does that anybody really know what that means, Carrie? But what most Americans understand is that if the average 401k balance in this country is 95000 that's according to Fidelity, you know, that's not going to be enough to do, you know, the Hawaii trips in, in retirement. Okay. Um, so we know we get other statistics, right? Bureau mm-hmm. of Labor Statistics predicts that by 2024, there will be more than 13 million working Americans age 65 and older. A 2017 Gallup poll found that 74 percent of working Americans plan to work past retirement age. All right. Um, so obviously the number one reason is that why baby boomers are planning to work beyond the traditional retirement Because they age didn't save? Is financial. I was going to say. Right? Um, but that's not necessarily the only reason. Some people like to work. They love what they right. do. Absolutely. So some other ones. And they're not ready. Right. So some other answers are, you know, to stay sharp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm saying, if you're just going to go home and retire to a couch, you know, that might not be the best thing right. for you health-wise, Right. Um, you know, one analysis of long-term public health study shows that Americans retiring at 66 have an 11% lower rate of mortality than those working until 65. Okay, so a lot of people say if you work longer, you actually live longer. Now, that may be good or bad news, depending on what side of the financial coin you, you're looking at. Um, other people say they want to still feel relevant. Okay, um, you know, maybe, you know, they're, they're you know, um, they uh, they want to retain those social networks. They've got friends at work. You know, it's a, you know, and, and, you know, they, they, they like that. But still financial is still probably the primary reason. Um, but a lot of the, the, these retirees who, you know, the idea is that they want to leave the rat race, mm-hmm. but they know financially they can't. They're not really independent yet, mm-hmm. so they're looking for an encore career. Right. All right. Ready um, to do something new. 
And, you know, now that could and that's what we've been talking about in February. And there's lots of ways you can do that. We've talked about the side hustle. We talked about, you know, uh, being a consultant. Um, you know, in other words, if you for your company or the, the customers of your company or the competitors of your company, for even that matter, um, as opposed to the gig economy, you're going right. to drive an Uber, you know, um, as opposed to are you going to work at McDonald's? Mm-hmm. OK, just to get some minimum wage to help pay the, you know, your your fun expenses. Um, so there's a lot of um, another one is some people want to get like the franchise. Right. They want to buy a business. So, you know, and and that's interesting. But that may take bigger dollars. But I mean, just for example, Steak and Shake, you know, the Steak and Shake scary, right? You know, I don't oh, know. yeah. Right. So they have you cheap and quick. So have you seen the ads they've been running? It's been going for a while. The ads are running in the local papers, but it's been national how they're changing their whole franchise business. No. Right. Because traditionally, if you wanted to start a a steak and shake business, you buy the land. You build it. You buy the building or, you know, to their specs. Right. And you, you better have, you know, either one and a half to two and a half million dollars to get started. Okay. But they've got 4 to 500 of these places everywhere and and they want to they want to they're restructuring the whole business. Hmm. So now these are the ones that are already built, they just are looking for new ownership. Hmm. Okay. For whatever reason, maybe the original owners are trying to retire. Okay. Okay. Um, but they're not going to tear down these buildings because they're in good sites. Right. The best sites have already been picked, right? Right. Location, location, location. So the idea is what they're saying is, hey, become a stake and stake uh, franchiser for only a $10,000 investment. Wow. And then the deal is you just split 50% of the profits with us. That's not a bad deal. I don't know. It's hard to get what, you know, whatever what, I guess you'd what have to see what are. the book. Yeah, you'd have to look to see how it's been doing. But, you know, so it, but that but that's a model now that may you may see other places come up with. Chick-fil-A, I think, runs a similar model, Carrie. It's the idea that, yeah, there's a lot of maybe baby boomers who are looking for an encore career that they're, you know, that they've got $10,000, but they don't have a business, but they want to bring in some income. Who knows, right? Now, it's interesting um, because, you know, in the olden days, it, it you know, what was dad's encore career in the olden days, Gary? You know, he retired at 62 or 65. Right. right? His encore career was investing in the stock market. Okay. I mean, you know, that's pretty much what he what they did, right? You know, he would spend his mornings, you know, looking at the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. or the local papers and maybe going over those glossy shareholder reports. Okay. Remember when the, when, see, the olden guy, the, the, the olden days, Kerry, guys used to really read the the, the, the income statements and right. the balance sheets. And these, right. uh, do you even know what I'm talking about, a shareholder I know report? Yeah. Okay. Do you, maybe your dad read some in the mm-hmm. past. Okay. They actually read the balance sheet and right. they read the income statement. Okay, they they didn't buy the company because uh, you know of arbitrage, right. you know, um, or they were betting selling it short. You know, they 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 bought companies they thought had value. A lot of times, it was products that they personally used. used. Um, but the idea is okay. Then in the afternoon, all right, he would then make his trades. Okay, you know, in the olden days, you had to call up a a, a, a stockbroker and say, "This is what I want to buy. This is what I want to sell." Okay, you, you weren't doing it from home on, on the computer, right? 
Um, then in the evening, they go out and spend the dividends checks. Okay. And that was a pretty fun retirement. Mm-hmm. Better than working at McDonald's. Right. And, and, and basically, and then they died at age 80. Okay. And, and if mom uh, was paying attention to what dad was doing, maybe some of the investment knowledge rubbed off on her. Right. She just kept the gig going. Or she just kept the same stocks and still spent the dividends. You know, and, and it was a different time. Right? I was going to say, people then had pensions with cost of living increases. Yeah. They didn't have to worry about health care costs like they do now, which health care costs has to be, you have to be a consideration when you're building a long-term plan or right. thinking about your spe- Your spending isn't always fun. Spending sometimes is those mandatory things. Right. So, the, yeah, I mean, for all those reasons, the pensions are gone. The additional health care costs in retirement, long-term care costs that have skyrocketed because we're living longer. We're not dying it anymore. You know, if you're unlucky enough to live past 90, that becomes an issue, mm-hmm. especially if you're still planning on retiring at 65. So, you know, so again, it's it's a lot of people saying, hey, you know, the the volatility in the market, you know, the lost decade, I, that's not going to be my encore career. I don't believe in the stock market anymore. Okay. You know, I, and that's I, a, how you feel is how you feel. So feel. I'm, right. So I'm looking for the encore career. Well, actually, you may be saying I want to start my own business. If I'm going to take risk, I'll put the risk on myself. Okay. As opposed to you know somebody buying another company at risk. Um. Well, actually, Ohio, you know, care is one of the best states for acor- businesses. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, according to Forbes, right? And, you know, you know, here's some quotes from Forbes. Manhattan has the nightlife. San Francisco has the lifestyle. But Ohio has both for a fraction of the price. OK, Forbes ranked recently ranked Cleveland as one of the 25 cities where your paycheck will go the furthest. Cincinnati fifth. OK, um, you know, they, they talk about Ohio has never lost its critical assets from the industrial age. All right. Uh, even in the digital age, business in America has always been about proximity to customers and managing your supply chain. And if you put a pin in the center of Ohio, you have a 60 percent of U.S. GDP and 150 of America's Fortune 500 companies within a day's drive. Ohio never left. People just stopped paying attention. All right. Um, so, you know, there could be opportunities you know it's also ohio has a small business tax deduction you know Mm -hmm. where up to the first two hundred fifty thousand dollars of your business income isn't taxed Mm -hmm. all right that's pretty attractive right um how long is that going to continue i don't know um but we also have you know the new you know with the tax cuts and jobs act the federal tax cut you know there's a 20 percent reduction in the pass-through income there, mm-hmm. you know, unless for the small businesses. So there's also, you know, not only has there been tax advantages, but you, you still live in a state. Um, but so are you ready to go out and start your own business? Well, this is where you have to, you know, we always talk about you have to make conservative, realistic assumptions if you're building a plan. And by the way, you better, you know, build, you know, one of the things you may want to do is build a financial plan to, to know how much income would you actually have to bring in to have the lifestyle you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we start, Carrie, right? You know, we kind of go from there. But so you have to evaluate yourself. You know, what skills do you have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where does your passion lie? You know, you, you want to do, if you're trying you to do get something a, you love and you yeah. like to do. Right. What expertise do you have? Can you can you 
transfer your 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 skills and your expertise to a different type or you know have you thought out of the box you know mm-hmm. what you know you know the idea you know or if it may be a pure hobby right? right in other words we always say the hobby career is what everybody wants right, right? and the idea is if you're really good at your hobby chances are someone may someone who's not as good as you will pay you to make them as good as you Right. And I think that really where we come in at the estate planning team is say, how much do you need to earn over what time frame for you to be okay? And maybe that'll help right. you start thinking yeah. what kinds of things. I guess it's the the objective analysis saying, how much do I really need to earn over how many years to accomplish my retirement goals? Right. How much, you know, what is the price tag of the lifestyle I want to have in retirement? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and by the way, if you are going to start your own business, whether it's the ten thousand dollar steak and shake franchise or some other business, you know you have to, you know, how much capital are you going to need, and where is it going to come from? Do you have that much excess income coming in? Probably not. So that means you're going to dip into your nest egg, your investments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you have to take, if if you're all locked into tax qualified money, it's going to be pretty expensive mm-hmm. to take a lot out in one year to start your business. Right. Um, so, you know, this is where, you know, it comes back to that discussion about the ta- that having your money in the different bucks, the different tax wrappers. And, and the idea is that so you have flexibility so you can manage, you know, your your assets, manage your lifestyle in a tax efficient manner, you know, going into the future. Now, the other thing, too, is if you're married, are both of you on the same page with your with this encore career. Good luck with that. Um, not that we ever uh, have problems in that department, do we, Carrie? Yeah, what, I mean, what? it's not uncommon that husband and wives have different well, first of all, goals see, and right. different ideas on how their retirement's going to work. So, Carrie, should wives of recently retired husbands be worried about RHS? What's RHS? Oh, you don't know about RHS? No. Retired husband syndrome. Oh yeah, well we hear we hear from both sides right. from clients that aren't thrilled that the other spouse is retiring, especially if they're in been retired. They're 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 liking their time to themselves at home. So the marriage counselors and the psychologists and globally, Carrie have have now said this is a real thing. Okay, retired husband syndrome, mm-hmm. where the wife gets depressed when their other half stops working. Hmm. He expects lunch to be made for him. He reorganizes the dishwasher and he gives advice around the house. Okay. It's creating stress suffered by women the world over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, women already acknowledge to each other, whether in the boardroom, the cafe, or online forums, there is no more nightmarish scenario than having a man underfoot who was without entertainment or employment. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, it's it's the idea that when the husband says, you know, he wants to know what's in the fridge for his lunch. Go look. <laughs> that would be my response. <laughs> That's the point. Right. Go look. Go figure it out. Um, you know, when he's under your feet, it's a nuisance. Okay. Um, you can always go back to work. Here's the point. He thinks he's helping. But I don't want reminding that it's about to rain. Maybe you should get the washing in. 
go out and get the washing yourself. Exactly. That's exactly. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I think you just have to be direct in those scenarios. So you think this is a real thing, Carrie? I, I do because I know, like, I think about my parents or their friend, like, or that different generation that it's a real thing. I don't think in my house that would have, or if it, it wouldn't be well received if somebody said that to me in my house. <laughs> So you get the point. Right? I absolutely do. So actually what the marriage counselors tell us is that the if we have the situation where one's working and one's not, or one's retired and one's not, the most happy couples are when he's working and she's not. <laughs> the least happy couples is she's working and he's not. Hmm. That's global. Huh, that's interesting. All right. Um, you know, now... So the idea, so because we have we've noticed that over the decades that we've been helping Cleveland families build retirement plans, is sometimes that becomes an issue. We pick up on it pretty quickly because over the decades we've developed goals and objectives questionnaires that drive down to these points. Mm-hmm. And one of them, Carrie, you know, we always is you know, is it important that both of you retire at the same age? Hmm. And that's even more of an issue if you know there's a bigger discrepancy in the ages. Mm-hmm. You know, couples that are the same age, it's less of an issue versus right. couples that have five to 10 years age difference. Right. Okay. And today's with the women, you know, coming so much further on employment right. than, you know, our parents' generation, right, that a lot of times the women, they say, Carrie, put off their careers for the child-raging years. So they right? don't have as many... Years of employment. But they just got started and they haven't reached. They're not ready to retire. Right. Because they're getting to their peak and what they want to get accomplished. And that sometimes is an issue because the husband who's retired saying, come on, what what are you doing? I want to go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. What do you mean you you don't have time to to take a trip with me? What do you mean you're not home to make my lunch? (laughs) That's so funny. Um, and, and it's also globally that, you know, it, we, guys, listen up, that globally it's known when guys retire, they do not pick up more of the household chores, hmm. um, even if the wife is working. Hmm. All right. So should you, uh, so is that part of your plan that you retire together or can you afford to retire together? And those are things we can help quantify over how long and how much and work on price tags and time frames for the ideal retirement. Or if you're in retirement already, we can help too. And if you'd like to come in, we offer a free no obligation consultation. Remember, we've been helping people for more than 34 years in the greater Cleveland area through unbiased objective advice and analysis. And we are accredited members of the Better Business Bureau and A-rated and also have won the Super Service Award multiple years on Angie's list. So you can call us for the free consultation. We can give you a call back on Monday or you can go to the website financialfoodforthought.com. We have our two upcoming classes. Um, They're free to attend. There's great handouts for both classes. Next week, February 27th at 3 o'clock is our class. If you have IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, we're going to talk about the positives and negatives of these assets, rules, costly mistakes, misconceptions that people have, why minimum required distribution often creates more tax dollars for the government. We'll actually show you um, in the class workbook um, a 
an actual scenario of how much the government spends, how much is left for your heirs, and how much you get to spend over your lifetime. We'll talk about Roth contribution, Roth conversion. You know, it's open forum. You can we go through the class, but you can ask questions. That's the 27th next Wednesday at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights. Then on March 13th at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights is the class for people in their retirement already or who are getting close to their future retirement years. And we'll talk about steps and strategies you should take in preparing for retirement. Worries about rising health care costs, inflation, market volatility, future taxes, and other financial challenges. Uh, retirement rules you often hear about that you may consider breaking, understanding uh, the tax wrappers and the tax law changes, the opportunities that exist and understanding the different thresholds, Social Security elections, um, and much more. And you can register for any of our free classes at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or again, visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, and listen to Mark Daly and Kara Waddell. And so, Carrie, what happens, you know, a lot of times our couples say, well, we want to retire at the same time, but we financially are not independent, so we want to start a business together. Wow, good for them. All right. Is that a good idea? It depends on the couple. And it sure does. Um, so what are the, so what should you be thinking about if that's your plan? Okay. Um, you know, again, you want to... If you're going to start a business together, it's got to work around your life, right? You know, mm-hmm. your life doesn't want – you don't want to have your life work around the, the, the work. Um, and you also have to think of something you both really enjoy doing or have a passion for. What are each of your individual roles going to be in the business? I think that might be different right. and, to hash yeah. out, be and, clear. Yeah. Right. And, and there's a lot of things involved here, right? Um, how much money are you going to need to start off the business, right? That's where, you know, if you don't have a written financial plan, I don't even know how you get started on that. Where is the funding? We're already talking about where is the funding going to come from? Maybe you're getting the inheritance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't get that inheritance. Okay. Maybe, you know. Maybe if, that inheritance was used for long-term care. Um, We've seen that happen. Yeah. Um, what is, like you're saying here, what is the projected time commitment for each of you? Okay. Are, is this going to be an 80-hour work week or are you trying to, you know. and and, and they, Or is they, this going to be a part-time joint venture? Right. And they also say Divvy up the responsibilities. Right. Uh, you know, so you're not both doing the same thing. You each get good at what you want to do. Um, they also said, you know, get a team together, mm-hmm. especially if you've never done this before. You've never owned a business. Okay. Who could, that could be the attorneys. You might have to, you know, for liability purposes, are you going to incorporate, you know, either, uh, you know, a, a, a limited partnership or S corporation or something like that. A CPA so you can get advantage of all, you know, the small tax, the small business right. tax breaks I was just referring to. A financial planner, so you have a written financial plan that dovetails with your encore career plan, right? Okay. Um, how about a website developer? You know, if you're, are you gonna, you know, how are you gonna advertise? Mm-hmm. Can you write your own website? You know, are you that good? Or maybe mm-hmm. it's better for you to hire someone to do that, right? Uh, do you understand? You, you know, you know, get that team together. Um, most successful, you know, entrepreneurs have always said that they surround themselves with pros. Mm-hmm. You know, people that and you get, focus the time and energy on the things you're get good at, and hire the people that do what they're good right. at. It's hard to be all things to all people. Have an exit strategy. This is part, we see this all the time with small business owners. They don't really have an exit strategy. In this scenario, retired husband and wife. What if one wants to quit before the other one? Mm, that could be an issue. Maybe you need to talk about in the beginning. Okay. Um, you know the. Uh, 
you know, the idea of the, the your team of advisors, you know, run ideas by a third party, you know, you know, get get, you know, independent uh, opinions, you know, brainstorm on that. You may, you know, think it's a, a good idea, but you don't really know what to watch out for, you know, and, and those types of things. Um, like I said, you, you, you don't, you know, have the distinct duties. So you don't feel that you're stepping on one of uh, uh, each other. Right. Um, now that may be a, uh, a franchise. It may be something, a hobby career. And if you can mingle those together, mm-hmm. um, and you, you, you understand you're getting the tax benefits that may just be enough to get where you want to go. Oscars this weekend, right there? Mm-hmm. You know, watching? No, I, you know, I'm oh. so sick of Hollywood. I don't. Tell me something. This is one of the. Oh, this is from the Star Is Born. Right. I, I had not seen it, but I heard it was very right. good. So this is um, not only I think is the movie up. You know, it's the music all, is this song is up. Right. Okay. One of the songs. This is Bradley Cooper. I didn't know Bradley could sing. I didn't know either. I don't think he's ever sang in a movie before. I and mean, we knew Lady Gaga. Right. And she's a big composer um, and writer. But, you know, talking about, you know, what worries you at night, whether it be the China trade wars or not having enough for retirement, but... Or are we more, is America more worried about who's hosting the Oscars? You know what, that's a sad thing. I bet, I would guess to say overall, maybe America's more worried on who's hosting the Oscars or too many Americans are worried about that kind of thing, which is. Because apparently there is no host, but. Oh, I didn't see, I don't. The but is, well, some people think that Whoopi Goldberg's going to come out and be the mystery surprise host. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know if that's really going to happen. Um, I think that may just be. You going to watch it, Mark? Um, I no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Have I seen any of the movies? Doubtful. I don't yeah. go to Hollywood movies. Yeah. Um, I can't afford it. Um, <laughs> but the but the uh, but Queen's going to be a big. They think Queen's going to open the show. Okay. And some and whatever that means. All right. Um, you know, because Queen is up for right. Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody and song. You know, Lady Gaga got her name from Queen's song. Did you know that, Kate? I did not know that. Yeah, so Queen did a song called Radio Gaga. Yeah. Well, that's where she got her name. I, I just never She's a Queen to... fanatic. Okay. So was she going to sing a Queen? I don't know. I don't know. Adam Lambert, is he going to come out and sing a Queen song? I don't know what they're going to do. Know. But supposedly, uh, you know, that's the rumor is that whatever it means, Queen is opening up the Oscars. Huh. Yeah. I'll miss it, unfortunately. I'll read the headlines on Monday. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, regardless of who's hosting or not hosting the Oscars, remember the estate planning team can help people who are working um, or who are already in their retirement years. And we're not investment advisors. We're those traditional financial planners and offer that free no obligation consultation for people who want to see how our process is different at the consultation if you provide us information we actually run preliminary analysis and say these are your issues these are your problems these are opportunities this is good news bad news and this is how we can help you and we um like our plans are customized our fees we have both hourly and retainer options and we only quote 
you know, fee if you we think you can benefit for, from the type of services we offer. And you can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 to register for the free class or you can sign a free consultation or sign up for our free classes. All right. So going into March, March Madness to begin. We'll yeah. kick that off next week on the show. Okay. And you know what I'm talking about, Carrie, right? Tax time. I'm not talking about the college basketball. I'm talking about tax time. And mm-hmm. and this may be the most March Madness we've seen in a long time. There, are you gonna are you gonna file on time this year? Extension time. But <laughs> but one of the things that I can't wait till next week is, you know, one of the things that we when we talk about coordinating with advisors. Are you, you know, don't miss your 65-day rule, Carrie. That's the rule, you know, that the planning tool that's available to trust and estates and complex trust. You know, it's under, you know, Internal Revenue Code Section 663B. It's known as a 65-day rule, you know, that, that, that therefore, you know, the, the trustee of the trust has a tax year ending on December 31st, but he has until this year, March 6th of 2019, to make distributions that count towards 2018. In other words, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Come to a, our, our tax class, and we talk about the difference between 1041 tax brackets and individual 1040 mm-hmm. tax brackets. Because you know, if you we're seeing more and more that our clients are beneficiaries of you know the baby of the the baby boomers are beneficiaries of the oldest you know the greatest generations who did all mm-hmm. those trusts, and those right. trusts become irrevocable when they die. And we just see a huge misunderstanding of what the income tax ramifications are of those trusts. And you know it's a it, and it, you need a lot of coordination there if you're not familiar with that. You know you don't want to get blindsided by a huge tax on the 1041 side. That's for example what the 65 day rules. If you've never heard of that, maybe again it's the idea that you know what questions you need to be asking your attorneys and your CPAs. All right, call the estate planning team for the classes or consultation at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.